It happened, Andy. It finally happened. Uh, what happened, Dan? Last week, you told me about this magical dessert called cake. I'd never had it before, and I had some this week, and it was amazing. Oh, did you get to try some cake from Whipped Cream and Other Delights, the local bakery and catering company we talked about last week? You bet I did, Andy. I tried one of their lemon blueberry cupcakes. It was like heaven in my mouth. Soft, pillowy, cake-like cake. Soft, pillowy, whipped cream, whipped atop it. Blueberries, lemons even. It, it was so good. Wow, that does sound incredible. I mean, I know the lemon blueberry cupcake from Whipped Cream and Other Delights was great because I tried it at the same time you did. I've, I've also had a bunch of their other desserts. They have eight different kinds of donuts. They have these rich, fudgy brownies. Oh, oh, Andy, the brownies. They're not just any brownies. They're chocolate brownies. Wait, 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 wait. Did, did you just say chocolate brownies? That's right, Andy. I said Wow. What does that mean, anyway? It means they put multicolored sprinkles on the brownies. <laughs> In addition to cakes, cupcakes, and uh, brownies, whipped cream and other delights also makes a mean breakfast pastry. They have a variety of different types of scones, cinnamon rolls, muffins, and monkey bread. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ah, ah. <laughs> Me a monkey. Me love banana bread. <laughs> And that, Dan, is what happens when it's your week to write the ad, and you don't write it, and I wind up running it instead. (laughs) What's that, Dan? You say that listeners should visit whipdelight.com to check out the menu? (laughs) Wow, no kidding. All the desserts are fully customizable on the website, especially the cakes. There's a simple system by which customers can choose between six sizes, 14 cake flavors, 17 frosting flavors, 11 fillings, and 16 additional add-ons like ganache cookies, cherries, toasted marshmallows, and even, wow, chocolate-covered pretzels? Chocolate-covered pretzels on a cake? I mean, ooh, ah, ah, and all that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that, that sounds so good. You can have whipped cream and other delights make pretty much any kind of cake you could possibly want. With their very simple online ordering system at whippeddelight.com. That's whippeddelight.com. Custom cakes? You get to be a regular Dr. Franken-Baker. Uh, yeah. And you know what the best part is, Dan? Every single item on the menu at Whipped Cream and Other Delights is totally vegan, fully plant-based. That's awesome, Andy. I don't have anything to add. That's just really cool. Dan, why don't you tell our listeners about Whipped Cream and Other Delights' special limited-time holiday feast menu? Great idea, Andy. Whipped Cream and Other Delights special limited time holiday feast menu can also be ordered on the website, and it features two entrees, a holiday roast with squash and mushroom filling, and or full-on stuffed roasted butternut squash filled with wild rice stuffing. Is that all, Dan? Nope. That's not all, Andy. Whipped Cream and Other Delights special limited time holiday feast menu also features a wide variety of lovely side dishes, such as green bean casserole with caramelized onions, roasted garlic mashed potatoes, buttery dinner rolls, and mustard cranberry compote. Man, I think some of our listeners need to order that holiday feast from Whipped Cream and Other Delights. And the then, limited time one? Yeah, and then invite me over for their Thanksgiving dinners. Oh, right. Thanksgiving and Christmas are coming up. It makes total sense why Whipped Cream and Other Delights is doing a limited time holiday feast. Wait, you didn't get that? A feast? 
for the holidays. Every time I eat is a feast, and every time I feast is a holiday. I'm saying every day is a holiday for me, Andy. All right, so be it. Uh, listeners, please go check out whippeddelight.com and purchase some tasty baked goods and or and slash or a huge, delicious holiday vegan dinner. You should all follow at Whipped Delight on Instagram and slash or Facebook, too. They're really killing it in the content arena. <laughs> content arena. <laughs> Whippeddelight.com. Order stuff, then eat stuff. Have them cater your event and, uh, you know, tell them Spring Food Amo sent you. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Do one with an ah in there, too. <laughs> ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> Spring Food Mode! In Springfield during leap years, February 29th is referred to as the Day of the Dog, where we celebrate Rick Springfield's pop rock masterwork, Working Class Dog. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower. You were listening to Spring Food Mo, America's number one podcast about Springfield, Missouri. My name is Andy Carr, and hold on. Hold on. There's something we need to do. Should first. I hold on even though you screwed up the intro? No, I didn't. Did I screw it up? <laughs> you said number one podcast about Springfield, Missouri. Ah, well, we are that. Hey, we're getting we're there. in the top five, I would say. Here we go. All right, listen, listen. And now, as always... <laughs> His mic signal shoots straight through input number two and into your ears every Tuesday. He's got a T level is about as high as his IQ, <laughs> which is to say, you know, probably higher than average, <laughs> higher than mine at least. He's my co-host, one of my oldest and youngest friends, the man without a plan who really likes the band. Folks, it's <laughs> Daniel Howell. <laughs> Thank you so much, Andy. You're that welcome. A, that was a lovely intro and a uh, 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 song by my request. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't I, I let you do your own song last week. I felt really bad about it the instant I played the one that I picked for you, even though that was a cool song. Oh, one that I, I knew you liked that song. Just, oh, rad song. Yeah, so in a Poultry Punch Out episode last week, I, I picked the song uh, Danny Nadelko for Dan's theme by the band Idols. Mm. And this is the band I know he liked. It's a song I'm pretty sure he liked, but I didn't ask him, and I asked literally every other person of the enormous number of people we had on that episode. Hey. I felt you know, bad about it. You made so. up for it here, so you don't have to enjoy door another three drops outside <laughs> Spring Food, Missouri. That is the only reason I did that. <laughs> Retribution. So uh, good on you. How you doing, Dan? I'm doing great. Uh, got got a bit of a bit of a weird episode we this do. week. Um, haven't had to do this in a while, but we had a kind of a last minute change of plans. Mm-hmm. We had a really good guest book. It was going to be our first full on returning champion. Wow. Uh, somebody who's had their own full episode before. And uh, this person uh, messaged us last night and said that they were getting sick mm-hmm. and weren't probably sick, not sick going Mars. to be able to do it. Yeah. Show <laughs> and talking to us. <laughs> Listen to the poultry punch episodes and decided no, <laughs> not coming back for this. But no, no, she was she was really cool, and uh, uh, we're gonna Rest record that episode <laughs> later this week, and we don't know when it's gonna come out because yeah. we're now beholden to advertising. It's another book to guess, hey. so we'll see. You know, it's just the hard life of uh, content generators. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whenever we found out this morning that uh, our guest wasn't gonna be able to make it, we totally scrapped the episode. And there, canned it. The first person that we uh, thought of to have on, we messaged and. Uh, she agreed to be here. Wow. Ta-da. <laughs> Please introduce yourself. <laughs> well, 
I'm Hannah. I'm friends with Dan. That's we right. Used to work together. Oh, uh-huh. former coworkers. <laughs> former yes. coworkers. Absolutely. Current friends. Um, and my fiance Walker. Wow. Hello. Hi. How's it going? That's my fiance. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, if you'd have said no, we'd have just been going through our phones trying to find somebody, anybody, to help us fill the time this week. Now, here's the thing about what happened this morning. Andy says we. Um, he, of course, reached out to Hannah of his own volition through the Spring Food Mo Facebook. Um, I got a little I got a little secret to drop on you here you this week, too? Andy. I didn't. I did not. Oh. But here in a couple of weeks, we haven't let this on to our listeners yet. <laughs> But here in a couple of weeks is the start of a very special month. You may have noticed. Uh-huh. You know, Halloween just ended. Probably a lot of the grocery stores you're going to, they're, they've started putting up their de- decorations for Dan Simber. We- <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. December, all December long, except two episodes of it. <laughs> Your boy Dan's booking the guests. He's uh-huh. picking the restaurants. He's running the show around here. And one of his very special <laughs> unannounced guests was Hannah herself oh, before wow. Andy swooped in and scooped her up. <laughs> okay, now, in my defense, you had listed at least three people that you'd reached out to, and I did not realize that Hannah was one of them. Why? Well, <laughs> so know? the truth comes out. You win some, you lose some, but... It, Anyway, what this all means is that, of course, this week's episode is the first canonical <laughs> entry in D- Dan Simber. So convenient that you don't have to do a bio <laughs> section. Yeah, absolutely. And if you actually want to check the Google Drive, there's a drop in there, especially for Dan Simber. <laughs> okay. Dan Simber <laughs> in November. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, Dan Sim- I always say this. Dan Simber just comes earlier and earlier every year. It's like we're skipping November now with the Dan Simber starting on the 15th. That's crazy. That also means that next week's episode is also a Dan Simber is episode, it? although I'm not doing anything. Uh, for it. <laughs> except I booked and have already figured out everything for that episode. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can't just skip a week in Dan Simber, though. Um, and uh, as my very special surprise guest for Dan Simber, we have Walker here, of yeah. course. Uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> you were telling us at lunch, Walker, that you uh, work in IT. And did, Dan, you want to repeat that joke you made about that? Uh, <laughs> I sure do. It was a wonderful um, joke. I said, uh, the last couple of years must have been pretty big for you. Well, with well, with all those those movies coming out, and it totally went over my head. <laughs> I, no, it didn't. No, it went over the whole group's head. They went over everybody's head. Um, I'm of course talking about the It film series. It part one. It part two. Big hits. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You should drop Dan. Link hood means rewind. A gunshot means forward. You requested it, so we rewind. Search. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dan Simber. Way, way Search, Turn it all up. Yeah. Look, I got friends. Got a lot of friends. Got a lot of friends. Got a lot of friends. I got friends. Got a lot of friends. Got a lot of friends. Welcome to Dan Simber, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) We're in the throes of it now. (laughs) 
Oh, I'm such a control <laughs> freak. I wish I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> well, hey, I wish I knew that you were going to scoop up one of my big surprise I, guests for Dan I Sinfer. didn't reach out before. I, I asked you first if it was a good idea. <laughs> you could have said no. No, you said sent a message to Oh, Anna. I did. Never mind. Then I, my, wow. I, I messed up. Sorry. Wow. All right, so we are not going to be covering the restaurant that we had initially planned on uh, covering today and did a lot of pre-production oh, yeah. for. We wanted to save that for the guest we had booked since you know she put in the time to go eat at the place, too. Yeah. But we had some stuff go down this week. Wow. This was a big social media week for Spring Food Mo. A lot of stuff. And we're going to get into some of it later. This is actually the second thing that happened, but... The Murney and Associates, they do like clickbaity, no offense to them, but they make they do clickbaity headline articles to get people to come to their Murney uh, realty site. Sure. And they put one out this week and it was called 15 Super Exciting New Restaurants to Try This Winter. And you know, that's the kind of thing that I definitely click on whenever I see it. Springfield based. Why wouldn't I? So then I scroll down and see that one of the places listed is uh <laughs> Golden House, oh. which closed five years ago, yes. yeah, <laughs> which is pretty awesome. I commented on the Facebook post that Mernie did about this, saying just like very jokingly. In my mind, it was like very friendly, like, "Hey, I think this place you want to take a look at. That place <laughs> hasn't been around for five years. I think it's called New House now." And uh, they deleted my comment. Wow, <laughs> a woman uh, commented on there about something else, and I went just going back and forth with her. And uh, I was like, hey, did you notice I deleted my earlier comment? She thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> but And so I like did screen caps of this thing and posted it on our Facebook. So that was really funny. And I tagged Mernie in the post like a real <laughs> classic guy. <laughs> Andy, you're a bit of a stirrer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe so. <laughs> well, it was like in a very like jokingly friendly way, I thought. Like, I don't know. This was it was very funny. I mean, it describes Golden House a... <laughs> A five-year closed restaurant yes. as one of the hottest new restaurants on the <laughs> west side, <laughs> and I couldn't, uh, I couldn't resist. So I was having a little fun with them, and then the dude who who wrote the article wound up sending me a message. He was really funny. Like he, he genuinely got mixed up and just like tagged the wrong place. He thought he had someone had told him that uh, they should cover Golden Cuisine, which is a new mm. place that opened in May. And, you know, everybody gets mixed it up. Happens. And sure. we went back and forth just talking about different stuff for a little bit. And he seemed like a really nice guy. So rather than do the logical uh, <laughs> uh, choice of contacting him this morning, <laughs> uh, we had uh, Hannon Walker on to talk about Golden Cuisine. Just figure, why not? Go check this place out. That's right. Yeah. That's what we did for the first jam-packed episode of Dan Simber. <laughs> Man, is it going to be a good one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that means we can swap out the I'm gonna bleep it out, but episode with one of the one of the ones in December. I don't know. Well, yeah, that's gonna be a Dan Simber episode as well. Okay, cool. So you can have a week off. <laughs> like, yeah, he's rewarding himself for the hard work on two episodes with a week well, off in yeah. the middle of the month. Dan Simber yeah. only comes once a year. Yeah, hey, you know, yeah that's not right. anymore. <laughs> Where's your Dan Simber cheer? <laughs> it's, in, it's it'll show up in two weeks when the actual Dan Simber starts. Okay. Uh, so I don't have a bio segment for Golden House, unfortunately. I did. Well, I was able to find the names of the people that opened it, but I could not find any of their history or stuff. Normally, I would reach out to the business and try to get the story, but I just don't have time. So I don't have time to do it this week, unfortunately. So let's jump into the review. This place used to be a Hong Kong Inn, a Mimi's Hong Kong Inn specifically. Yes. And you can definitely tell when you walk in because yep. it looks like a Hong Kong Inn. 
I don't know if I'd ever been inside of that Mimi's Hong Kong and although I do work a little close to it, I can tell you though it's identical to the inside of the other Hong Kong in on Sunshine. Like the layout of the seats and everything is 100% exactly the same as that Hong Kong in. So I don't I don't know. I don't even know if those two Hong Kong in how closely they were affiliated yeah. before. Well, uh, it's it's a member of the same family, but it's a separate business. We'll okay. get into that whenever we cover Hong Kong in soon. Pretty soon-ish. Soon. Pretty soon. Yeah. In the last episode of Dan Slipper. <laughs> <laughs> With a guest that, a high-profile guest that I booked that's definitely not going to pan out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I had nothing to do with it, but it is in Dan Slipper. <laughs> but yeah, what, what about you guys? Have you ever been to, to Mimi's? Oh, Yeah. I lived at the apartments over there on Fort. So wow. I used to go there quite a bit. Doxing yourself. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to look up Hannah's who used to live in, in, Ooh, in those apartments over on Fort. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so I went there quite a bit. It was my, my top choice Hong Kong Inn. Not wow. only for proximity, but I genuinely thought it was really good. Huh. I don't know that that's the prevailing opinion on Mimi's Hong Kong Inn, but I say five stars. Wow. I was wow. sad that it closed. We'll take that into account when we review it here in a little, here in like two months or whatever. Yeah, I think I'd only been there once and it was through the drive through picking up food for you. And mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, I wasn't that impressed. No, you weren't. I wasn't. No. <laughs> it didn't impress you much. It didn't impress me much. Shania Twain style. Oh, man. <laughs> I had sure. the look, but did they have the touch? Is that I, how that song goes? <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. we could very much think of those words whenever we talk about this place because it's uh, they didn't change much on the inside. No. no. They definitely had the look, but did they have the touch? Wow. Or was it a better wow. touch? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I think it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> never the twain shall meet. Okay, let's go. Uh, I had never been to that Hong Kong Inn, I don't think. My family used to go to Hong Kong Inn quite a bit, and I'm sure I'll talk about that later, but... Yeah, never heard of this place until it uh, popped up on the old social media. No. <laughs> Hottest new restaurant on the west side. <laughs> now, just, let's just start this off. Would you call this a hot restaurant? Is this one of like a hip hot restaurant? It I'm is a, on the I'm west gonna side. I'm going to give it a yes. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, I'm going to do a hot take and say not hot. Uh, <laughs> I, I found the food quite hot. Yeah, food was <laughs> the hot. The food now, was hot. Let's just take a moment and consider... Uh, were there any other young hip people in there? It's <laughs> hot with the church crowd. Yes. <laughs> there were several people in there that were on their second or third hip. <laughs> Probably. They were examining coins, thinking that maybe they'd found a winner. Not um, being ages. There were just some very old people in there oh, for yeah. their post-church dinner at 11 a.m. on a Sunday. I found it to be very delightful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It reminded me of every time I went to Hong Kong Inn. Tons of old people yeah, there, too. Absolutely. Big, mm-hmm. big one day, persons, I, I hope, think they were regulars. I hope to be very old and eating at a better <laughs> better <laughs> a Chinese restaurant than Hong Kong. And something maybe a little bit more like Golden Cuisine. That's oh. right. I think it's better than Hong Kong. Oh. I think it's pretty good. Wow. Let's get into what we ordered. Let's start with the, the soups, specifically. Let's use self-serve egg drop soup and hot and sour soup. Mm. I believe we had two and two here. I'm team hot and sour. Who was with me? Team hot and sour as well. Okay. And we're team egg drop. <laughs> so it's long hairs versus short hairs. 
Okay. That's right. Oh. Hannah and I have long hair. Taking it to the streets. <laughs> Mine is significantly longer. That's true. <laughs> Take it all the way down to Soup Street. <laughs> Soup Street Showdown. Uh, I thought the hot and sour was pretty good. It was like a pretty, maybe slightly above average. It was a little gooey. I didn't find it to be that spicy. didn't find it to be that sour, but yeah. it was savory, and it was a nice uh, soup to yeah. go through, to go tea before the meal. Yeah. I couldn't find anything wrong with it. He above was average. looking, folks. He's like, <laughs> i got to find something bad to say about this yeah. soup. I, I couldn't. <laughs> How about y'all, egg droppers? Hannah, what did you think of that soup? I thought it was pretty good. I wish that there would have been some like green onions, a little, sure. little extra something in there, but... That's not for everyone, so I can see why they might leave that out in a self-serve situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wish they would have been on the side, but that's yeah. okay. I really, really liked this soup, actually. Mm-hmm. You know what I liked the most? Those crispy wonton uh-huh. skins Ooh, yeah. were so crispy. A lot of, like, they sat out there in a batch, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I think we just probably made it early enough into the day to where they were kind of fresh and, like, really oh, deliciously yeah. crispy. Those, those were awesome. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. What's your strategy as far as submerging the wonton skins into the soup? Do you, I like to put them in first and then pour I the soup over the top that. and oh. then put another layer on top of those. That way the crispies oh, okay. on top are held up by the crispies on the bottom. Sure. Get that mix of textures. That's science. That's, that's superior. Yeah. Oh, that's we're superior very soup. scientific. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we would never be one later. to deny science. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I think I just go straight up on top, but I do like that technique, just building a whole inner skeleton of wonton skins. Yeah, definitely going to be the, the strategy I can adopt. Yeah, oh, the yeah. bowl is the, the actual skin, if this is a little person, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then the uh, soup is... Kind of like a turtle, a hard yeah. outer shell. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And then the soup is just guts and viscera. Listen, mm. they need to be serving these in turtle shells. I've been saying <laughs> oh, wow. it for a while. You say that about all soups. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Upturned turtle shells. So yeah, pretty good soups. We also tried some pot stickers. These were pretty tasty pot stickers. Wow. Fantastic. Very crispy. They mm-hmm. were thoroughly grilled. Like, did they fry them and grill them? How does this work? Because they looked as if they'd been grilled. They're definitely browned on the sides. But they're so mm-hmm. crispy. It seems like maybe they were fried. I don't know. Some of the crispiest stickers I've ever had. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yep. Yeah, I don't know how that would have been prepared, though. I didn't think about the logistics. I just shoved them in my face. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I <laughs> did sneak back into the kitchen to see if I could watch. And <laughs> uh, No luck. Didn't see them making any pot stickers. They were really good though, and I I will say that that's one of that was one of my go tos when it used to be Mimi's, and I think that these were better oh, than nice. the Hong Kong and pot stickers. Wow! All right, yeah, very crispy, and the sauce they have that savory sauce that you dip them in. It's not even a sauce. Mm-hmm. I guess it is just a thin dip. It's a we could give you a big bowl of it too, like way more than you than you need. Mm-hmm. Like you could fill every single one of those six oh, yeah. or eight pot stickers up and have ninety mm, percent of the sauce still left. <laughs> have you ever had one of those sauces that tastes any different no. than the one we had today? No. There is <laughs> no variation on that at all. Yeah, like sweet and sour sauce. Sometimes it's more translucent pink. Sometimes it's um, not. <laughs> but that is always the same. Uh huh. Yeah, those were those were real tasty. Mm. Liked them a lot, and I believe they had pork inside. And sometimes you get that kind mm-hmm. of gummy pork, but this was real good. It was very tender, you know, moist. Really enjoyed those pot stickers. It was a nice surprise. Mm, gummy pork. Mm. It's making me want a piece of this brisket extra. <laughs>
you're gonna have to explain that to me. It's a, it's a stick of extra gum, oh, but brisket boy. flavored. Yeesh. Oh god! <laughs> How about that it movie like <laughs> it? Oh, you're killing it, <laughs> man! Dan Simber <laughs> burning one down. All right, let's get into one of our world famous special Chinese New Year segments. I am rolling, 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 rolling. I am rolling, 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 rolling. rolling. Let's talk about those egg rolls. <laughs> Can you believe it's been almost a year since that stupid garbage? Honestly, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've done so much. I definitely believe it's been a year. Oh man. I thought the egg roll was pretty good. Um, if we're comparing things here to Hong Kong in, which it seems like that's kind of the track we've set ourselves upon. Nowhere near as good as the Hong Kong. Inn Whoa. Egg roll. Oh man. Hong Kong in egg roll is they have a premium egg roll. I think it's one of the reasons that they are still in existence. That's at a all. ridiculous take. They've got a fat, fat egg roll. I'm not saying it's as good as Shanghai in, but Hannah, back me up. Here. I am with it. I'm on long hair okay. team now because I <laughs> agree. I'm fully on board. I think the Hong Kong and egg rolls are better than the, what is this? Golden cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they're not going to be sharing this one on their the social media. <laughs> I mean, they weren't bad. Uh-huh. I'll give them. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't my favorite. What do okay. you think, uh, Walker? I'm going to say they're egg rolls. They're average. Well, weren't hmm. weren't bad. Weren't good. It hmm. felt like a like a Cisco product to me. I, yeah. I think we say that pretty much every time Man. we review an egg roll. But I liked them. A lot of times when you get the standard Cisco egg roll, they're a little sour, and this mm. wasn't sour at all. You get that sour like pickled cabbage in there. I don't know. This one may have been pickled, but it wasn't pickled to the extent that it was sour. I really liked this one. I thought it was really tasty. It was very crispy. They fried very it for a crunchy. long time. You know, mm-hmm. that's a can be an issue at some places. Not fried for long enough. This one was definitely fried sufficiently. I would say that was my major pro was uh-huh. that it was very crispy. I did like that, but I did I did feel like the casing was a little thicker, mm. so it was kind of gooey on the inside, yeah. which I didn't care for. I think you're, you're right. I liked the flavor, generally, and I liked the crispiness of the outside texture, but you're right about it being a little doughy. But yeah, I and thought it was good. We're right about it being worse than Hong Kong Inns. I don't. I, I'm just going to respect... I'm going to disrespectfully disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's an insane take. <laughs> I'm, I'm just pretty anti-Hong Kong Inn in general. We'll get I, I think you time. can be entirely anti-Hong Kong in, but get down on that egg roll, uh, which I think we're going to hear a whole lot of in the in the coming month. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's time for our second very special segment. <laughs> Are you ready, kids? What do y'all what do y'all think this segment is? Because I both of our guests are so confused. Lost. So I'm going to let no you guys idea. leave this off. Can we hear it again? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Are you ready, kids? So it's Mr. Krabs at first, and then Elvis Costello singing Goon Squad. Is that confirmed uh, that Mr. Krabs is the one saying, Are you ready, kids? 100%. at the beginning? No, I mean, it's, it's the his pirate voice, guy. But it's the pirate guy. Oh. It's the pirate I believe guy. it's the same actor that portrays them, but it's the pirate guy. Yep. A hundred percent. I mean, a whole year's worth of Crab Rangoon drops down Listen, the toilet, debunked. I've done, done a set of many shameful things in this podcast. <laughs> I haven't felt more embarrassed and more ashamed than I do right now. You're right. No, it's not the pirate. Okay, it's not the pirate guy. It isn't. Listen. Okay, so whenever it comes up, you can see the mouth moving. It's it's Mr. Krabs underneath him. 
It's like a painting with the holes cut out. It's Mr. Krabs underneath. No, it's not. I, I know. Do it a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Andy had the excitement truly of like a nine-year-old trying to explain something. In I thought you were being a no. SpongeBob SquarePants. Real. I'm pretty sure it's a human. It is a human mouth. It's that's superimposed the, over yeah. the pirate. <laughs> As soon as you said that, I grabbed my phone. I was like, I don't know if this is wrong. <laughs> Let's see, which season do I have downloaded on here? <laughs> Seasons 12 through 17. Who are you kidding? I've got all of them. <laughs> uh, what'd y'all think of those crab rangoons? It was above average, I'd say. I could have used a little more oomph in the, in the filling. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of cream cheese. It was not, real cream cheese. Not much else than that. But, I mean, it was, it was good. It's crispy. I liked how crispy they were. The, you know, the edges are crispy, and then obviously the middle's soft. Now, mm-hmm. you run a risk a lot of times whenever you get it, whenever you fry it for long enough that it's very crispy, the filling will be very, very hot. Mm-hmm. You know, you want the outside hot, but you want that filling to be uh, a temperature that's hot, but doesn't burn your tongue. I feel like they really nailed that. It was really, you know, I would say between hot and warm somewhere sure. in there. I thought, I thought the, that the filling and the temperature was really good. I thought this was a very solid egg roll. And it wasn't a good, this, it wasn't a solid this was a very <laughs> thought this was a very solid crab rangoon. Dan Simber just got Andy on his toes. <laughs> well, I feel like too with the with the crab rangoon sometimes you'll get like the the filling will get dry too where mm. this one was very creamy and, and I like that about it. It wasn't the it didn't cake apart. <laughs> I feel like I'm eating this microphone. Yeah, that's the idea. Eat it up. But yeah, the the filling was very uh warm and gooey, not not a dry spongy spongebob type (laughs) (laughs) it was like pillowy it made like Mm -hmm. little clouds i think whenever it is uh too hot it becomes more of a runny liquid like it still has some viscousness like the grease kind of can seep into it yeah and i felt like this just like had really nice you could kind of tear it apart and you would have like a just little chunk cloud of yeah, crab rangoon there. Very it, tasty. I did think it was really weird when you got your own order and put your head down on it. <laughs> so pillowy. <laughs> yeah, I, was I do that every time though, so I don't know why you think it's so weird still. <laughs> I appreciated that they didn't bring them out with that bright red sweet and yes, sour sauce me too. thing. I know some people really enjoy that. I don't ever dip my crab rangoons in that. I throw that away every but time. I usually dip it in whatever sauce of the you know the chicken I uh-huh. choose, but. I appreciate that. I feel like they're taking a bold stance, and yeah. I like it. I'll tell you what sauce is really good for dipping. That's peanut. Peanut sauce. You get Ooh, that. You yeah. get the cream cheese in there. Oof. That's true. They don't have that there, but just saying in general. No. Somebody may have had a bunch of Thai food this week. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know, to know, to know for no purpose so far. All right, so let's get into our entrees. We did not follow typical Chinese restaurant protocol today because we did only just do one trip. Uh, Hannah, let's start with you. Since you got the most traditional item on the menu, most likely. Yeah, I went with the cashew chicken. I loved it. I thought it was really great. I have a list of pros and cons. Ooh. Mostly pros. My number one pro is the breading was on point. Uh-huh. It was so mm-hmm. good. It was crispy and it felt fresh, but it wasn't like a half inch of breading sure. on there. Like it was a really manageable amount. It was really delicious. Stayed crispy. Two thumbs up. We all looked at it whenever it got to the table and were pretty impressed by uh-huh. it. Like, oh, it, yeah. It, they had drizzled the sauce over it so you could see the little pieces of hot 
crispiness sticking mm-hmm. out. Very nice. I also like that they were manageable sized pieces, which I feel like that's probably goes for all. We all got chicken for the most part. Sometimes it's hard when they give you those giant hunks of chicken mm-hmm. to get through those and they're like a million degrees and you know, these were pretty good manageable sized pieces. I also really like the sauce. Um, I thought that it wasn't too salty, but it was salty enough. Um, it was big umami. Shout out to Brad Leone. <laughs> um, but no, I thought it was like, it was like my ideal cashew sauce. I think my only real complaint is that there weren't that many cashews on it, mm. but I feel like if I would have gone up and asked the person at the counter, like, Hey, can I have a side of cashews? They would have been like, yeah, have a million cashews. Please come again. <laughs> you know? So I think overall two thumbs up. Wow. I liked it. I had the broccoli beef, um, now I know it's kind of a part of the show that Dan has all the cashew chicken. And I'm, I'm becoming pretty quickly, I'd say, the foremost authority on cashew chicken in the state of Missouri, <laughs> maybe the world. <laughs> well, Springfield stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Springfield. Excuse me. But you're, Hannah you're, ordered it, so I decided to go with probably my second most common thing, beef broccoli. And also, it's Dan Simber. <laughs> so <laughs> the deed <it. laughs> I get whatever I want in Dan Simber. <laughs> I think at some point we're just going to have to throw out all the, the rules because we <laughs> I don't remember most of them anyway. <laughs> I, I There's three now, and I think I have I think I have a good handle okay. on them. This was a pretty good beef and broccoli. Definitely not my favorite that I've had. Um, had a little more vegetable presence than some of them. Had the uh, zucchini in there, which I really enjoy. Carrot, broccoli, obviously. I just I didn't love the like brown beef and broccoli sauce. That sauce has just got to be super dark and rich for what I'm looking for. And this one kind of had more the taste of like a I, I maybe like a take uh, make it home like bag of beef teriyaki uh-huh. like that sauce would have. Definitely wasn't my favorite. I had a taste of Hannah's cashew chicken that I really enjoyed. Um, I really like the fried rice here. Just very traditional Springfield style fried rice with the egg bits and those cubes of carrots. Love the cubes of carrots in there. <laughs> I, it it was just all right. I, I didn't love it. There was one thing I wanted to litigate, though. Do you guys think where, where in town you think has like the biggest, most unwieldy pieces of chicken? Bow bow. <laughs> bow bow. Yeah. They do have huge pieces of mm. chicken. That's true. It's like half a chicken breast for every chunk. That's Mine, not an exaggeration. It, they it's are so crazy. Crazy. Mine is amazing Asian, mm. which is very similar, large, large, like golf ball sized pieces. I would say there's a Chinese chef very close to mm-hmm. where I work. It's not my favorite, but sometimes I'll go there and they have really big pieces yes. too. And it comes out so hot. Mm. Chinese chef serves the hottest Chinese food in town. I have convinced myself. Like, huh. I go get it. I drive it back to my office. I sit there and situate myself and I still burn my yeah. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good though. Uh. <laughs> I wish I could agree. There's one right by where I live, and uh, I get used to get takeout there, takeout from there fairly often. It's like I just t- consciously reduced the amount of general chicken that I ate. So just, uh, I didn't think it, it was fine. I was not blown away by the hotness like you two were. I'm I'm back on Chinese Chef now. I I used to get it a lot. Didn't for a while. If we were doing another traditional Chinese New Year like we did this year, where Andy and I both have our picks. 
Chinese chef would be my pick for the year. I think I've probably ventured we, there even more than my beloved creation. We have time. <laughs> We're gonna keep <laughs> yes, doing the show yes. until we have not until one of us dies, until both. <laughs> one of us will die and the other must continue. We've probably signed it in blood during record will die. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be there like in my third trip to like some terrible dive bar. It's like, oh, I just gotta try this burger. You're supposed to get it rare. <laughs> and I just keel over. I mean, I'm going to be 70 when this happens. Newspaper headline, man dies eating alone. <laughs> <laughs> At a podcast? Question mark. <laughs> All right. What In is- other news, local podcaster Dan Howell starting very successful solo show. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's always said, too organized. <laughs> it's Dancember year-round, baby. <laughs> what did you order, Walker? So I got the uh, general chicken. Ooh. And I'm going to say, very good. If not, one of the best that I've had in spring. Wow. What do you look say? for Ooh. in a general chicken? I like spicy. It could have been a little more spicy, but it, it had a good, I think it had a good flavor to it. Uh, to echo what Dan and Hannah said. The chicken was fried to perfection. It wasn't, you know, huge chunks. It was more like strips uh, with a little bit of very crispy breading that stayed crispy, even though the sauce was mm-hmm, on it. Mm-hmm. So that's, it. you know, didn't turn soggy or anything like that. Uh, I appreciated the vegetables in it. it. came with some broccoli, some carrots, uh, some water chestnuts, mm. which were debated. Disgusting. Unpopular. Unpopular, but... <laughs> You can move those to the side. <laughs> I, <ain't mind. laughs> um, I like the texture. I think they add a little like layer of texture. texture. I don't mind it. Yeah, <sighs> it's like a little little potato. Get some cukes on there too. Oh, I would yeah. kill for a little potato in there. I'd kill everyone <laughs> at this table for a little potato. <laughs> <laughs> I'd kill myself for a little potato. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd say it was good. Uh, give it a. 9.5 out of 10. Wow. wow. Yes. Clearly has not listened to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Could have used a little more spice, but yeah. I'm sure overall, you can ask good. for that next time. Yeah. Now yeah. that you know the baseline. Yep. Now, it's not the only spicy item on the menu. They've got a couple other spicy items. They did have a sign with a special called Spicy Firecracker Chicken. Wow. And that's what I ordered. <laughs> Extra spicy, too. I right? did. I said, I'll take that firecracker chicken extra spicy, please. Is that just your move everywhere now? Do extra you do spicy. that for every spicy dish you mm-hmm. order now? Okay. Yes, I really. F- <laughs> 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 uh, and they don't take too kindly to that. I was like, what, do you, what do you mean? I'm a, you heard me. I'm a 55-year-old woman. I have no idea what you mean by that. I don't want to sit flat on anything for a week or so. Sir, do you want your prescriptions or not? <laughs> so I got the spicy firecracker chicken. Extra spicy. Now, it showed up, and I really appreciated immediately that it was the preparation was different than the general chicken. Last year, well, I guess it was a little under a year ago, sure. Dan and I watched this documentary for the show called In Search of General So, which is like trying to find the origin of the recipe for general chicken. And they talk about how the preparation involves taking the fried chicken pieces like you would have, you know, uh, in your average orange chicken or cashew mm-hmm. chicken dish and frying them in a wok with the sauce so it's not ladled on top. And so if you go to a place and it's clear that they've ladled, the general chicken sauce on top, it's not the actual preparation of no. general chicken, but yours had clearly been prepared that way. And while the rest of ours had been labeled because we had exposed pieces 
of uh, breading without any sauce on it. But yours was fully covered. I did not notice Walker. that. Yeah. I only learned how to pay attention to it. I was doing it specifically in this instance be- just to note, note the difference between yours and mine because mine had been ladled. It was not spicy at all, even mm. though I ordered it extra spicy. It did have red pepper flakes in the sauce. It's not a complaint. You know, I'm done complaining. I'm probably not done, but I'm not feeling much <laughs> animosity toward places for not giving me spicy food. This is a running thing, Walker. It's hard to get food I, spicy, as, as I'm sure you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was sweet also. Your sauce wasn't that sweet. I tried a little bit of yours, and so they noted in that documentary that the flavor of General Chicken varies pretty much anywhere you go, and a lot of that's based on how much sugar goes into the sauce. Like some can be so sweet, they're like melted candy almost. Mm-hmm. And yours wasn't, your general sauce wasn't really like that, I don't think. No, I, I didn't taste a lot of sweetness. Yeah, yours is more savory. Yeah. It, it, was, it was a good version of the savory type. Mine was basically a very sweet general sauce that was, you know, like I said, it wasn't like spicy, did not make my mouth firm, but still had that, that general chicken flavor. It was really good. Mm. I'm on board with the breading being uh, very tasty. It was yeah. it's thin and crispy at the same time. Didn't really have much crunch to sure. it per se, but I still really enjoyed it. You know, there's a difference between crispy and crunchy. Crunchy is mm-hmm. like what happens when you bite into it, and uh, crispy is a little bit more like uh, how it feels on the tongue. <laughs> I didn't know that. That, that. I feel like that's a good description. Well, I just made it up. So <laughs> <laughs> took me a year to figure it out. I guess. Yeah, I thought this was a really good dish. I would definitely order it again if I went back. I think it's one of those that I would have a hard time branching out and trying something else, you know, just because sometimes at these kind of cheaper tier Chinese places, you can get something that isn't so great. And I found something that's good. So if I'm going back there, I'm getting this again. And I'd say there's a real good chance if I'm outside on that side of town and have a craving for some general chicken, which is is a lot. (laughs) Yeah, it is. I'm going to order this thing that is not general chicken, but tastes just like a sweet version of general chicken that has not been fried in a wok. Great job on this, Golden Cuisine. Really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Spicy firecracker chicken next time, though. But that's spice. (laughs) (laughs) I thought the actual chicken was pretty high quality, too. Sometimes you get some, like, gamey chicken. This was really tender, and uh, it's hard to say whether it was juicy or not because, you know, the sauce is very... Uh, wet <laughs> so it's hard to but it wasn't noticeably dry yeah like yeah. it wasn't where you like get that feeling in your mouth like oh yeah didn't get any sinew dry. in there either <laughs> yeah. there's nothing gross it was good quality chicken which it i wasn't appreciate chewy Mm-mm. or anything mm-hmm. yeah no strangly yeah things yeah <laughs> you could cut it you could cut it with a fork <laughs> you could yeah because of the size mm. yep yep you know, we just gonna have to agree to disagree on this. Like, I love a big piece of chicken that you have no. to cut up because then you can like <laughs> when you cut it up, you can like d- absorb some of the sauce into the actual exposed chicken. We didn't even I talk like about that. that. We were just talking about where they were from. I didn't realize that there was a contention of who liked the bigger pieces or not. It I just think started I'm right also now. Also, in the small piece camp, I like the small pieces. I like it all. I like that they were like Walker said. They were sort of strips, mm-hmm. and they were easy to cut. You could still absorb the sauce. But they weren't giant chunks of chicken. <laughs> now, Bao Bao, that is very, I feel like it's high quality chicken. Oh, yeah. You're getting a Bao Bao, which is part of it. But mm-hmm. those are mouth burners. Mm-hmm. Those are going to burn you oh, up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, golden cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> I also got some lo mein with mine. It was nice and soft. It was not excessively oily, which is a problem you can have with lo mein sometimes. Uh, 
I really like it when lo mein is like I'm, some people might even call what I like overcooked, like brown to the point that it's crispy. Um, this was not that. This was like cooked just to like probably your optimal level if you're looking just like a baseline lo mein. It was good whenever it was mixed with everything else. And I have a feeling if you had some veggies or some other topping in there, I would have liked it on on its own. It was fine just as a thing. I, I wish I'd have gotten rice, but I'm glad that I tried it just to have some a kind of a counterpoint to sure. you know the rice that you all got. Speaking of which, tell me about that rice before we uh, close this out. It was good. <laughs> Very descriptive. <laughs> no, I, I'd say it was pretty average. It wasn't real sticky. I was okay clump. with it, but I'm not a big rice person. I wish that I would have gotten mm. lo mein. That's what I typically do, but I thought I should stay traditional. So I really only t- had a couple bites. I would say it wasn't bad, but I didn't want to eat all sure. of it. So Yeah, I ate some ears. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's time that we should uh, rate Golden Cuisine. Out of five... Uh, I don't know. Dog barks. West Side X Mimi's. <laughs> I don't think that's going to show up in the mic. There was a dog barking. Uh, somehow we could hear the dog barking from 16 floors up. Yes, very loud. Loud dog. Yeah, yes. very excited. Mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe something from the from the basement. I don't know. A lot of wild stuff goes on down there. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. How many... Uh, what did I say? I don't even remember. Uh, Out of five. Old Mimi's. Old Mimi's. Who cares? Whatever. <laughs> Out of five. How would, how would you rate it, Walker? I guess my first rating was a little, uh, a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a uh, four and a half Mimi's. Out yeah. Of, what? Your original rating would have been 4.75. Yeah. Uh, if we scaled it down, but four, 4.5 is great. <laughs> I, I think I enjoyed all of everything else. I tried at the table more than my actual entree. Mm. So for that reason, for, uh, the inaugural episode of Dan Simber, I think I'm going to have to drop a, f- three <laughs> on them um but as we all know all ratings in just in dan simber are five stars by just virtue of the fact that i'm so great so oh. uh, uh hannah what'd you think <laughs> i'm so well, not into this being dan simber <laughs> i gotta be honest it's real hard for me because it is november and i i just i'm so strict about puns or portmanteaus well if longtime listeners will remember that um, patio month also <laughs> extended into the six week territory <laughs> from June also, into July, there's also me messing up, which is another thing I'm not a fan of. So I'm sorry I interrupted. Go ahead, Hannah. Oh, no problem. I'm going to say I'm going to give it a four, a strong four. All That's right. what I'm going with. Cool. <laughs> I think I'm also going to drop a four on them. There was not a single thing that I had a bite of that I didn't like, and I think I might have even loved the extra spicy firecracker chicken that was wow. not spicy. And I, I, like I said, I would definitely go back. I'm, ex- I'm happy we went here. Yeah, you know, it was, it was cool. That it's, it's, you know, weird set of circumstances that brought us all together today. But what a special wow. morning! Aww. Wow, it's beautiful. <laughs> oh, a beautiful Dan Simber morning. <laughs> God bless us, everyone. A four point five and a three from Dan on Dan Simber. Hey, but all canonically. Fives. Good job. <laughs> Good job, Golden Cuisine. Fives right. across the board. All right. Now we have a very special uh, returning segment we haven't done in a long time. Is it Andy's or is it Cars? I think it was Mr. Cars Conspiracy Corner. <laughs> okay. Could it be Dr. Cars? No, Car it's Andy's. Or it's Car? definitely Andy's, and here's why. Oh, we're going to Andy's with a fresh eye. Conspiracy like this, you build from the outer edges and you go step by step. If you 
you shoot too high and miss, everybody feels more secure. I got a fresh idea. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all ready for a fresh idea? I am. All right. So this is kind of a conspiracy, really. Uh, At least I'm speculating that there is. We had a controversial. uh, What do you want? What do we even call it? Isn't it? It was an event or what? Um, I guess yeah, an event would would fit the bill. I it definitely uh, you could mark it on your calendar. (laughs) (laughs) I did on mine. It's more of an internet dust up. Yes, Uh, you know we do a couple posts every week about the episodes, and last week we did our poultry punch out, which where we tried six different sandwiches from six different chicken sandwiches from six different restaurants in Springfield, and uh, we rated them very arbitrarily. Great episode. I don't need to go over to our listeners how taste taste works, and different people have different tastes and opinions, that kind of thing. It turned out that. One of the restaurants, we're not going to say which one. And again, this is just speculation, but it very much seems like one of the restaurants was not happy about the things that were said about their chicken sandwich. Mm. And that they had some friends come and uh, make some comments (laughs) on our Instagram (laughs) page. Now, maybe this genuinely was just one person who didn't like it and then their friends joined in. But this person does happen to follow uh, that restaurant on Instagram. Simply and, uh, the possibility that somebody would not like our podcast, <laughs> I think, is too far out of the realm. Unfathomable. <laughs> it's not. Uh, sure, I, you're joking. I, I get it. But like the idea that anyone takes that particular exercise seriously, the poultry <laughs> punch out, just keeping in mind the picture being commented on was a cartoon chicken sandwich with boxer uh-huh. arms. <laughs> Now, this is the Poultry Punch-Out, the episode that featured hit guest Ronald McDonald, the cigarette-smoking <laughs> robot. <laughs> this is the same episode? Yeah. Okay, yes. just making sure. And, uh, this, okay, so I'm just going to read. the. I'm not going to do the names. People can go on there. They're, these are public accounts, too. Like uh, none, none of these three are private accounts, sure. but I'm not going to say the names anyway. First one says, well, this is pure ignorance, comma, dot, 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 at its finest, no apostrophe on the it, comma, dot, 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 space. How can you, that's letter U, reveal six, number six, local chicken sandwiches out of a carryout box, comma, reheated in an oven, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. (laughs) It's absolute nonsense and quite disappointing to listeners, comma, dot, 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 in my opinion. This shows full caps here, zero support for local businesses, four exclamation points. Um, I got to be honest, this one when I first read it, it made me slightly upset. But then I realized, oh, I don't care <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> uh, the idea that we don't support local businesses is uh, pretty absurd. Yeah, would we spend uh, almost $100 worth of chicken sandwiches? <laughs> yeah. Over the two episodes, uh-huh. I would say oh, over, plus. over $100. Yeah. <laughs> my, my first response to her was a very, was a very simple, simple, feel free not to listen. <laughs> Which I think, like, go ahead, whatever. If you don't, you don't like it, that's cool. Now, don't listen. <laughs> Uh, and then at which point, Dan, who has his, uh, a private Instagram account, chimes in. Listen, I, I hid behind the privacy <laughs> of my private Instagram like a little snowflake. Uh, the rest of it was a little too antagonistic for my liking. I just, I just like to get in there and... Uh, no, we both <laughs> did my the same toes. thing from our private accounts, which is talk about how bad the show is because <laughs> the people did not realize we were the host of the show i'm pretty sure yeah i mean the whole first half of the person's comment about disappointing listeners 
all tracks. <laughs> like, very just normal stuff for the show. Now, I, I think a lot of stuff that they said is accurate, but also we talked about it on the episode, like maybe, re, you know, the way we were able to do it. Like, there's no feasible way to try them all fresh, short of like driving around each place and having the microphones in the car or something. And, and you know, <laughs> I just don't. I just don't have the time. I just don't have the time to do it. We could, but I just don't have the time. Yeah. And we were open about how we were doing it, and like this is kind of lame. But like, well, anyway, I mean, I think they may have thought that one of us picked up all six sandwiches. It was actually two of us picked up three sandwiches. So yeah, it's not the craziest wait for the sandwich, and also the sandwich that had been picked up the earliest scored the absolute uh-huh. highest out of any of them. Uh-huh. I picked up that lucky tiger sandwich. Over two hours before we started mm-hmm. recording, longest wait time of any of them. And we'll, we'll get into even more of the silliness here in a second. Dan, Dan jumped in. He said, "Pure ignorance at its finest should definitely be in the show's bio." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, th- one of the people that have been making fun of us uh, liked that comment. Yeah. Clearly <laughs> demonstrating they did not realize this is one of the hosts of the show. A couple people that jumped to our defense. Thank you, Sarah. That was pretty cool. I may have showed her the comment because <laughs> we work together, but. Um, and then this I, is a I child said, at your school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. It's a, another. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, she knows who she is. It's an adult. <laughs> Her daughter goes to the school and thinks I'm suspicious. Okay? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Discerning daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that, please. Okay. So then I jumped in on my private account. I tagged you and the person. And I said, also, yeah, this show is definitely anti-local business. This episode was sponsored by Golden Corral. <laughs> and all three of them liked that comment. <laughs> they didn't listen. They had not listened. <laughs> Maybe they just liked that joke. I don't think they realized it was a joke. I'm pretty sure the humorlessness of their comments. Maybe is... they just like Golden Corral. Oh, could be. I do. Yeah. So, okay, this is another person came in after that and said, I truly wish I hadn't listened. Reheating chicken sandwiches and then reviewing them, that is absurd. Reheating food immediately diminishes the quality. Tisk tisk. <laughs> Actually said tisk tisk. We, we were tisk tisk. <laughs> uh, <Well. laughs> from the podcast account, I said they weren't reheated. They were picked up immediately before recording and then kept warm with an oven's warm setting. I did leave out the fact that we have Rachel Ray bags that keep takeout mm-hmm. food warm. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're, when they were in transit, they were kept warm then too. Said, so, But you know that because you listened, right? Wow. We did talk about that on the show. Uh, so you're telling me you picked up a sandwich from six locations and it's a go box and you don't think any condensation built in the box during travel affected the quality of the food to deny that it's to deny science <laughs> <laughs> reviewing food to go is a poor practice good for you guys and I, I like said, this guy I said <laughs> I said yes you're right no one ever eats food to go <laughs> I feel like if the restaurant serves food to go you're allowed to talk about what it tastes like when you have it to go sure and as long as you're saying that that was the situation which we did it's not that no one needs to go food. It is that you review the quality of the food after it had been taken to go and kept it warm in an oven with moist lettuce, etc. Not <laughs> something we said. We specifically talked about the lettuce being crispy. This dude did not listen. He did moist not listen. Lettuce. It is a, it is it, it is sad to see a local business yourself <laughs> posting an unprofessional review that will directly impact the local businesses you reviewed. All six of these restaurants have amazing sandwiches. Pause untrue <laughs> i think objectively untrue like, there's no person that's gonna try all six of them and say every single one of these is good uh, also <laughs> who cares <laughs> i know <laughs> i know we, was that was that what we should have done at the end of the episode was said well 
all six were equally great, uh-huh. and that's the show, folks. Uh-huh. No rating again this week, as everything is <laughs> just as good as everything else. Uh, all six of these restaurants have amazing sandwiches, but to review them after they sat in your car and at the go box is probably not the best way to review food. Um, not untrue. Also, we said that on the episode. No, this, we literally yeah. talked about it on there. He, they didn't listen. I am 100% 90% certain none of these three people listen to the podcast. Now, imagine being upset about something some strangers said about a sandwich you like. What I actually kind of liked that last set of yeah. comments from that person because one, he referred to us as a local business, <laughs> which is wild. We do, in fact, have a business and account. We are a a registered fictitious name, we, I guess. With the we, Secretary of yep, State. Go ahead and go to SOS.gov and search Spring Food Media and you will find us. That's Big not my in. address in there, though. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, and um, apparently this person thinks we have the type of sway to actually affect people's <laughs> patronage to these restaurants, which I personally don't believe. I don't either, but that is sweet. And I, I hope that that's never even the case for the show. I really don't ever want to deter anybody from going to restaurants. And may I also point out that, uh, I was pretty positive on all those chicken sandwiches. Yeah. I, I think all six the, of those places have good chicken sandwiches. The one, <laughs> the one that these people are upset about, you and I, the hosts of the podcast, had good things to yes. say about. The, yeah. It was the, the, the comedians on the show that were making jokes about this chicken sandwich. Wow, sure comedians they, always no, making jokes. No, they, they <laughs> jokes. It's funny. <laughs> okay. Sorry, can I just... Oh, oh, you can say anything. Okay. I'll just, I'll just blank it out. All right, so... <laughs> Dan, this is probably my favorite comment of any on here was what Dan said in response to uh, the guy saying it's science. Dan says, this isn't the only science they deny. I, for one, stopped listening after hearing their views on climate change. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this dude checked out after that. Now, I'm going to read one more because it was somebody else. Okay, I will, I'm going to say this. I'm going to tell something real weird about this person. Not weird about not weird about conspiracy corner. Not weird about this person. Just like an interesting fact about this account. This person that I don't know. This person says earlier. I'd said uh, it really seems like you haven't listened to the podcast. We talk about all this on the episode. The entire premise was bad and unscientific. We know we did it anyway to be funny on our comedy podcast. And somebody, another a third person chimes in and said, "Yikes! Claiming comedy to cover the irresponsible use of your time is reaching at best." We would never <laughs> claim comedy. <laughs> I hope you put some more thought into your next podcast, as this one is a bit of a hot mess. In parentheses, unlike those chicken sandwiches you kept, <laughs> in quotes here, warm. <laughs> in parentheses, period. Got no, us. Spitting fire. <laughs> none, of the pro- none of the sandwiches were, in fact, cold. They no. were all kept very warm. Yeah. That's not even a part of the problem no. here. <laughs> The problem is that we said bad things about one that they liked, yes. and they tried to find any reason for it to be an invalid test. And it wasn't necessarily a valid test, something we acknowledged on the episode. Anyway, there was a little bit more about that. I said we, they should all get together and start their own podcast or they review podcasts they hadn't listened to, which is a little bit snarky. <laughs> was, oh, uh, yeah, just a little bit. Shouldn't, shouldn't have said that one. Uh, that was my private account, though. Anyway, um, so yeah, the conspiracy is that I don't think these people listened. I think they're friends of the person at that restaurant, and they those people and the owner of that restaurant follow each other. So hey, you know, <laughs> I I think 
our reviews of the overall chicken sandwiches pretty much fell in line with our reviews of the respective restaurants. Yeah. Like we've reviewed most all of them or have we done all of those restaurants we on have, the show? We reviewed them all positively. Yeah, and uh, but I still think that like the chicken sandwiches were in the same order that they are probably in if you were just to go back and mm-hmm. listen to our episodes and again, which god, why would you do that? <laughs> But uh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that was the segment where we read Instagram comments. Well, I, I, yeah, I, it was fun. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was very fun, and I was excited to litigate it this week. Okay, so the thing about this person is, I recognized her from Tinder. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, that's all. <laughs> Did you match? I well, we've actually you and I have talked about this off mic. I always swipe left ninety nine point nine percent of the time. I don't swipe right. I know, but how are you going to meet the love of your life? Listen, <laughs> when I do, it's been good. Or when I have, it's been good. Well, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. You want to roast my profile again on yes. mic? <laughs> Let's do that. It can be our closing segment. It says, oh, we can do last me in office. You can just roast my profile. Let's do it. <laughs> Yikes. I changed, no, I changed, my, I changed my photo <laughs> since the last time you, you looked at it. Um, oh, that is good. I like it better. It's, it's a Popeye's chicken sandwich. It's me and a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Oh, I took that photo. You did. Wow. And you look so happy to be eating it. I was very happy. I We've would been be 45 too. minutes. Hey, if you get married off of a Tinder date, I get <laughs> some kind of kickback. Huh. Walker and I are. Yeah. That's cool. Wow. <laughs> me, ro- well, me personally, I'm rolling six years strong off of uh, OK Cupid. Yeah. Match. Nice. Um, I've gone on dates from. Uh, those two services and and Bumble as well. Oh, wow. gotta say Bumble's been a pretty good a pretty good one as far as meeting cool people. I think your profile's improved <laughs> immensely since the last time I looked at I've it. I've changed like two words and added <laughs> one picture. <laughs> what's different? The picture is it. I mean, that's oh, what yeah. people see when they swipe. I think that that's more indicative of you as a person, as yeah. much as I know about you. Holding up a chicken sandwich with a big smile and wearing a a punk rock shirt with a bunch of white guys on it. <laughs> I was about to say we're wearing a freaking clown wig and nose. <laughs> <laughs> there is a little joke in there. I'm really happy. And you can like put a put a song. I put the uh, band, band built to spill the uh, song car. You oh, his name is car. car wow. cool. you, you really nailed it's it. Little, little joke in there. <laughs> hey, <laughs> listeners. I think I hear some ladies knocking on the door right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would swipe left on me if I came across. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and move into our special guest interview segment, Last Meal. Funny bitch. Hannah's really getting down to that Blue Oyster cult. (laughs) I'm grooving. All right, Hannah (laughs) Hannah and Walker, you've had so much to say on this episode, and I definitely haven't drowned everyone out the whole time. (laughs) Uh, You know, we haven't revealed what you do for a living. We know that you work in IT, thanks thanks to... the movie, movie. great joke. yeah, like the like the movie, <laughs> the movie, um, <laughs> the two of them. So uh, you know what, Ken McClure doesn't take too kindly to people that don't reveal their vocations publicly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, if <laughs> he's just gonna kill everyone who doesn't, that's the joke. Yep. He's going to get on your Instagram, hit you with a yikes and a tis tis, <laughs> and roast your <laughs> to death. <laughs> So uh, get ready to feel the burn because he is cooking up one of the snarkiest of comments. <laughs> it's going to be death by battle royale because if he's dissing on my dog pictures, oh my we're going to fight. Hannah <laughs> has a pretty 
prolific Instagram <laughs> featuring her dogs Bodie and Braun. Oh, not Sapa. <laughs> what? Bodie and Sapa? No. Okay, let's keep going. No, from Point Break. <laughs> no, I get it. Oh, sorry. I'm gonna cut this out. You get one meal before you get Instagram to death. Somehow. Yeah, it, it roasted, <laughs> roasted. You roasted to death. Absolutely, just flame char broiled, blasted. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so you get four courses for your last meal. That's going to be a drink, which somehow we're, we call a course and have mm-hmm. this whole time, even yeah. though it's not really a course, but an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert. So let's start with the drink. He's going to ether you. He's going to write a sick rap freestyle and absolutely ether you guys. <laughs> but but the drink, please. <laughs> Am I going? Yeah, yeah. sure. Okay. Um, so for my drink, it not the traditional uh, mixed drink, uh, but I'm going to go with the Mother's Winter Grind. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Because that's fantastic. Yeah, I'm also going to go with the coffee-themed drink, and I'm going to say a Soprano from the Mud Lounge Ooh. would be my choice. What is Details. that? It's, it's sort of... Hannah had both it, hands in the air as if she was, like, squeezing a fruit hanging from a tree. <laughs> it's coffee-flavored. <laughs> I was going to try to describe the consistency of it, and then I couldn't think of any words that weren't, like, gross out of context. <laughs> so the Soprano, or Soprano, as one of the waiters corrected me sure. one time, oh. uh, is Mudhouse Espresso Kahlua, Bailey's, hazelnut liqueur, and vodka. Ugh. And it's garnished with two coffee beans. It looks amazing, and it tastes even better. That sounds awesome. Yeah, It's super good. Highly recommend. Nice. Alright, nice. how about your app, Walker? <laughs> uh, so I decided to go with the fresh guacamole from La Ploma. Ooh, uh, that's a big one. They come out there, they make it in front of you, you get to throw mm. in whatever you want with that. And every time we've been, it's been fantastic. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. And all like the employees there, it's like a soap. They're all so beautiful. Like <laughs> all of the wait staff are just gorgeous people. It's you, amazing. Makes you, you feel like a schmuck. You go to the west side or east side of La Paloma? We haven't gone to the west side one, but it is right next to our house. So we're pretty oh. stoked about it. Cool. You know, yeah. that's part of Dan Simber now, too. We rank the hotness of the wait staff. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Cuisine, whole bunch of hotties. In oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking dime pieces across the board. Not a one of them didn't look like Heidi Klum mixed with <laughs> Naomi Campbell. The server's lipstick <laughs> was very man. nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, don't remember what anyone looked like. <laughs> not what goes through my mind. <laughs> well, they were hot. <laughs> <laughs> so my appetizer would be the fried guac at Cafe Cusco. Wow, another guac. Mm, yeah, we're guac people. But that fried guac is... My all-time favorite. Couple guacaholics. <laughs> <laughs> Entrees. It's kind of a, a recent thing that I've tried and have thought that it's been wonderful uh, is the wings from Jamaican Patty Co. Oh, oh yeah. They are fantastic. Mm-hmm. They're, I don't know what they do, but every time I've had them, whether it's at the food truck or we actually live very close to their location. You live in that pizza hut over there. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just a hut made of pizza <laughs> yeah. that you all do. It's not related to the chain. Yep, yeah. 
We, well, we take the boxes from the bins. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. It's really oh, structurally sound. Yeah. It's very ecologically responsible. Yeah. So, um, pats on the back to us. <laughs> <laughs> Think you, green. Just for listeners, she actually patted herself <laughs> on the back. <laughs> but no, those wings, they, they've got a nice, a nice it's kick the to them. They're class. spicy. Yeah. And, and every time I've had them just fall off the bone. Yeah. Delicious. And they're barbecued. It tastes like they're not fried. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I'm not sure how they're cooked, they're but not they're, not, crispy, they're not crispy, but they're dank. Mm. <laughs> 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 what kind of dank nugs? Dank nugs? That's like not food, is it? Oh, I'm so glad that Dan Simber is the first time <laughs> dank has been said on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Dan Simber. <laughs> oh, it's a it long is Dan Simber. In my heart, Dan. <laughs> There's reason to believe. <laughs> <laughs> the theme is so long I can't get over it <laughs> all 41 seconds is staying in every week <laughs> Fine. go ahead Hannah so my entree I I've had some back and forth about it so originally I was going to go with the crab cakes from Bambino's that's my go to Bambino's choice I asked for them to make it at lunchtime I'm that guy they usually do it though. Yeah. So they're they're really, really good. But then as I sat here and I panic chose, I think I'm gonna go with a pita uh like a gyro from the Greek belly. Oh nice. I think that's what I would do with the fries in it and the chicken. I think that'd be my my top pick. I had that two days ago. Mm. Man. It was so good. Jealous. Did you have their monster one with all the different meats? No, I saw that though. I went I falafel. Missed it. I, I was I was feeling oh, a little uh, heavy the, in the gut that day. And was the falafel go. good? Oh, I love. I haven't falafel. had it. Very I just good. love the chicken so much. That's what I get every Bear. time. Mm. <laughs> what do you mean for? <laughs> what have I been running the show? <laughs> well, you mentioned those fries, and now I'm thinking of that dream burrito that had the French fries in it. Dream burrito. Oh. Burrito I've ever had, <laughs> but that—that's uh, a different story. <laughs> I wasn't sure the handwriting was—I mean, it was very nice handwriting, but I didn't think that it could be saying "Dream Burrito." Uh-huh. I thought I must have been like misinterpreting. Where is this? It's at what's it called? It used to no be the idea. La Hacienda on West Chestnut. Oh. Okay. Um, I think it's called like Plaza. Yeah, Plaza Mexico. Yeah, Plaza Mexico. Oh. It's so good. Okay. Dream burrito. Dream burrito. (laughs) (laughs) I believe we can make it into two. We can move on to the desserts as soon as possible. (laughs) Andy, please let Hannah finish this (laughs) off. You're making my (laughs) afternoon of editing longer and longer with every second we do this. And we've got somewhere to go tonight, Dan. (laughs) We do. We're gonna have a good time tonight. So for my dessert, uh, Hannah said that I couldn't have this for uh, my appetizer meal and drink, uh, but I'm going with the red velvet donut from St. George's. Oh, yeah. Good choice. Because um, those are fantastic mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. crispy on the outside, gooey in the middle. Oof. Man. Oh, you ever, you ever uh, not able to sleep and then get up at three o'clock and go get one of those? <laughs> No, (laughs) but Uh, me neither. (laughs) Well, my dessert, I'm really stoked about. It's going to be our wedding cake. Actually, I'm pretty excited. Um, It's the lemon blueberry cake from St. Michael's. It's the best cake I've ever had. Uh, All their cakes are good, but that one 
is amazing. St. Michael's. I've never even heard of this. It's on the corner over by Finnegan's mm-hmm. on what is that south and McDaniel? Something like that. Yeah, maybe McDaniel. Market Street, but it's I think it's McDaniel. Russo's St. Michael's. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I can yeah. picture it now. A sports it's bar. It's super good. It used to be a sports bar. It seems like they pivoted to be more like a cafe sort of vibe. Yeah, it's kind of cafe. They have some like Springfield sports memorabilia about wow. and some real nice looking plants in front. Hmm. Oh my God, their cake is so good. I could eat it every single day. Oh. I would eat it every single day <laughs> if I could. Wow. Well, is that in your vows? <laughs> Give me cake every day. <laughs> the, <laughs> the only vow. Sick myself. Who cares about all that? Give me that cake. <laughs> well, thank you two for being here. Thank Thanks you for, for doing it at short notice. Like yes, very thank short you notice. So for sure. Coming in, saving the day, I guess. Yeah, and thank you for kicking off Dan Simber what? to such a great inaugural that start. Was really loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> Andy's head is in his hands. I did not realize how much he would hate I don't me know. springing Dan Simba on him like it. this. You know I am a little pedantic. <laughs> and I, I was, no, I, I'm not into it. <laughs> I think his hatred of it is making me like it more, though, if we're being honest. Oh, well, pedantics and semantics are out the window for Dan Simber. We're talking all wrong this month. <laughs> well is good. Bad is dumb (laughs) and everybody's hot well is good bad is dumb and everyone's hot that is the theme for dan simber all right we'll see you next week everyone bye bye thank you (laughs) this is an npr walker thank you Hey, thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. And if you'd like to support our podcast, guess what? You can. Visit support.springfoodpod.com. That's support.springfoodpod.com. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Spring Food Media. I did. I said, I'll take that firecracker chicken extra spicy, please. Is that just your move everywhere now? Do extra you do that spicy. for every spicy dish you mm-hmm. order now? Okay. Yes, it really f- me up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and they don't take too kindly to that. It's like, what do you, what do you mean? I'm a, you heard me. I'm, I'm a 55-year-old woman. I have no idea what you mean by that. I don't want to sit flat on anything for a week or so. Sir, do you want your prescriptions or not? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, this is... These are... <laughs> Sir, these... These are testosterone injections. <laughs> I'm not low T. That's just a joke we keep making. Thanks for clarifying that, though. <laughs> Sir, take your single pack of <laughs> and leave, please. Oh. <laughs> Extra spicy, please. <laughs> None of this can, we can't keep this in. We can't keep this in the yeah, show. You know. <laughs> it's up. a little blue. <laughs> uh, little blue? Talking about those pills Andy takes? <laughs> 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 so I was getting some blood work done. <laughs> and uh, one of the testosterone was one of the tests. It was, I was, it was being tested. And uh, I just immediately started joking about me having low testosterone and wrote that into the <laughs> wrote that into the sketch. And then I got the test back and 
it's 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 almost low. It's, oh, like, no. it's like the very it's the very low. It's like two points away. It's like the scale of like three hundred of the normal range. I'm two points above the the minimum for it to be the normal range. It's like the least surprising the least surprising revelation of my entire life. <laughs> the the doctor looked at his chart and he was like, "Well, you're not quite a soy boy. You're more in uh, you're in dangerous reach of dumpster." territory though <laughs> i don't know what a soy boy is uh, you you know what a, soy boy is if no. you, soy has uh estrogen in it okay and so if you drink a lot of soy it's not accurate you'd have to drink like gallons yeah. and gallons every day but it would like raise your estrogen level as a male oh so that's the it's stupid it's, it's like, like a, it's like a right Reddit wing thing, thing. yeah yeah, yeah. They're, oh. they're always very the smartest group of people and well i, the I kind jokes. of assumed i just thought maybe it was like a dig on like vegetarians or something i i don't know i mean could be <laughs> that i'm sure it's been used in that context it could go both ways <laughs> so i got the spicy firecracker <laughs> chicken <laughs> I may just cut all of that out and put it at the end <laughs> so people can, uh, quote unquote, enjoy, we'll say. Not fun. 